Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. Six minutes after 11 Central African time Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum Sorry about that. And I see Haji Suleiman Esop as well. <coughs> He's coughing. But nevertheless, uh, it's a beautiful brrr, Tuesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. Indeed, Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name. And uh, <clears throat> our beloved engineer this morning is none other than Haji Suleiman Esop. He will be with me from now till 12 o'clock. Please, uh, my beloved listeners of Radio uh, Sirius FM and our beloved listeners of Radio Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, please dress warm out there. Dress warm out there, my beloved listeners of uh, Marqas Sahaba. Today is uh, <coughs> the 22nd of uh, <coughs> Dhul Hijjah, 1444, which is also uh, the 11th of July, 2023. Um, <coughs> remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-0847863132, <coughs> international overseas listeners, plus 2784786. Three one three two. I don't know what's up with the with the cough, uh, but inshallah it will go away. Uh, Ustad, it's a beautiful mashallah Tuesday morning uh, on the blessed of marriage. Welcome to the program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu fikum arafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our technician. Brother Suleiman Esop Damad Barakatu. Somebody wants to know, Ustad, from uh, overseas. Mufti AK, can my wife attend a baby shower for ladies only? Strictly parda, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulil kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Before I respond to that, there are three, four announcements. Number one, everyone should make special, special dua for what is happening there in Israel. Today is called the Day of Disturbance. So there will be hundreds of thousands of people marching. And inshallah, the Jutlas will be fighting amongst one another. I just read the Haaretz newspaper. Now the headlines, 40 arrests have already been made. And so many highways are closed already in Tel Aviv and other places and so forth. Kaplan Highway and I don't know the other highways and so forth. So, and then they evicted one Palestinian Muslim family. They just come, tell you, empty your house, and they're giving it to a settler. That is the democracy of Israel. And the Haramis, the United Nations, the Albany, the lady who is the special reporter of the United Nations, says, listen to the figures. She says that 800,000 people plus from 67 have been arrested Palestinians and thousands of them are children and even now their children remember as young as 12 and so forth in jail and so forth. So this is Israel, the apartheid, the terrorist Nazi regime, Hitler's children and now the world is 
betraying the real terrorism and who the super terrorists are. Always make special dua. Oh, Almighty Allah, dismantle the apartheid regime of Israel. Amin. So that's number one. Number two, one of our listeners, mashallah, Brother Hashim Borat of Ermelo, he invited us there, mashallah, a few months ago, and he sent me a wonderful scene and a view of his house and his garden and filled with snow everywhere, white, white. So seems to have had a lot of snow there in Amalo and maybe other parts of the South Africa as well. So beautiful, Allah Ta'ala protect everybody. Three, there'll be slight changes to the programming from tomorrow, inshallah. That is Wednesday. Whenever we have to change something or do something new, we start on a Wednesday. So you know between 3 and 3.30, 3.35, we have the repeat of the Q&A. That is of the morning Q&A with Moana Arafat and myself. Then the 3.35 to 4, from tomorrow, we're introducing a fiqh lesson. And there's, uh, I don't know how many parts there are, but inshallah, you can listen to it. It is Q&A. So Hafiz, Muhammad, Bera, and myself on different topics, inshallah. So you can listen to the fiqh lesson, inshallah. And then from 12 to 1, from tomorrow onwards, Wednesday, inshallah, we will have Mufti Muhammad Aku with his lectures, inshallah. So that are the slight changes starting tomorrow. And the last one is that each one of us must realize that we Muslims are under attack and assault everywhere. But Allah has his divine system, remember, of punishing the enemies. Look at India now. They're on red alert. Remember that. The floods are coming. The rain is coming. The banks are breaking of the rivers and so forth. They don't know what to do. And similarly with America as well, certain parts of America are being lashed <coughs> with rain and floods and what have you. So yet to Allah ki la when Allah's punishment comes, then no one can stop it. Remember that. So Allah is just showing us His kudrat, His power. May Almighty Allah guide the enemies. And if there's no guidance, Allah must punish them more and more and more. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let's come to the question. There is a lady, somebody's wife, somebody's mother. Now there is a baby shower taking place and so forth and so on. She wants to go there and participate in that. Is that permissible or not? I give you two, three verses from the Quran Sharif and some ahadith and then we go to the fuqaha and the jurists and see what they say. Sahaba and the jurists. Number one is this, Qur'an Sharif teaches us, Surah 5, verse number 2, Do not cooperate in sin and transgression. So that's number one. Number two, Qur'an Sharif teaches us, chapter 5, Surah Maida, verse 51, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, la tattakhidul yahuda wa nasara awliya. Do not take the Jews and the Christians to be your friends, your protectors. Ba'dhum awliya ba'd. They are friends of one another. You can see what they are doing in Libya, in Syria, in Palestine, and in Burma, in all these places. And the victims are always the Muslims. So they are friends and protectors of one another. Now the warning and whosoever befriends them, you love their customs, you love their traditions, you love their festivals, you love their lifestyle, for inna minhum, then you will become part and parcel of them. Inna Allah is calling them zalims, oppressors, tyrants, wrongdoers. Allah will not guide the people who are and such people who want to remain like that. And you see that today what's happening. Few of them only will embrace the truth. Chapter 5, verse 51. Come to the Ahadith Mubarakah, Surah 16, verse 44. 
Almighty Allah teaches us in Surah Nahal, the B, verse 44, وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ الذِّكْرَ And we reveal to you, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, this reminder, this Quran Sharif, لِتُبَيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ مَا نُزِلَ إِلَيْهِمْ So you must explain in detail to humanity and people what was revealed to them, وَلَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ So that they wonder, ponder, and reflect. So three Quranic verses. Now, three ahadis Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi ask yourself does baby shower bridal shower does shower from where did it come from is it part of Islam or is something alien and foreign to Islam obviously it is a non-Muslim custom tradition so he Habibuna sallallahu says and taught us man whosoever imitates a people a nation, you become part and parcel of them. Authentic hadith in Abu Dawood. Second one, Al-Mar'u Ma'aman Ahabba. Open Mishka Sharif Mustada Ahmed. A person will be with whomsoever they love. You love the Western lifestyle. You love West is the best, White is right. You will wake up with them tomorrow on the day of justice. Allah forbid. Third one, Musnad Abi Awana, the Hadith. Man kathara sawada qawmin fawaminhum who increases the number of a people of a nation and so forth man kathara sawada qawmin fawaminhum you become part and parcel of them so therefore Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala and whose verdict mentioned in Bayaki comes to the fore ijtanibu a'ada allahi fi idihim stay far far away from the enemies of Allah during all their traditions festivals celebrations all that this is also like a celebration now your daughter your sister your friend is going to give birth so now let us all come together 5, 10, 20, 30 ladies what will you give I will give a pram what will you give I will give some understand clothing what will you give I will give some toys what will you give I will give some face cloths and whatever the baby requires but remember in Islam bridal shower baby shower all this haram and not permissible we don't need all this nonsense in Islam you want to give a gift you give from what is in your heart not that what that lady requests from you and so forth and so on la yahillu li muslimin that it is not permissible la yahillu malum urim muslimin illa bitribi qalbim minhu the Muslim person's wealth is not permissible except if he gives it wholeheartedly and so forth so anyway the biggest objection we have on this is imitating mimicking and emulating the kuffar lifestyle and non-muslim traditions customs so therefore not permissible somebody says your ustad what if the son wants to marry a certain woman but the parents object does he have to change his choice of marrying her and move on to someone else and so on until the parents desires met to start one is iftar the fatwa we give one is irshad one is the advice we will give if you have a son we call him abdullah and you have a lady her name is amatullah both meanings are the male and female slave and servant of almighty allah both of them belong to the ahlu sunnah wal jamaa and remember the son wants to marry her but the parents are objecting. This morning I got a question like that. So you must remember why they are objecting. They say that you are a apra, you are a culvert, you are a kator, and so forth. And the girl is, you must remember, Urdu speaking, Mehman speaking, whatever the case might be. So therefore the parents are objecting. Or the other way around, that the boy is Mehman, or is Urdu, or Malay, or whatever. And now the girl is Surti, or the girl is Mammon, or whatever. And therefore they're objecting. They're not looking at anything else. That, you know, they will have a box, tick, tick this box, tick this box, tick this. <coughs> All the boxes are right, but the language is a problem. So you must remember that. So these type of objections from the parent's side is not valid. Remember that. So you, son, if you get married to that lady who is having the good character, good belief, she is punctual with the salat and so forth and so on. And if you marry her, 
her, your nikah is 100% valid. There's no problem, no sin upon you. That will be the fatwa. But the irshad, that the advice we will give you is, for the sons, always try and take the blessings of your parents, remember that. And the parents, you also must be fair to your son and so forth. Don't impose on them such things which Islam do not impose upon them. It's like, you know, when these people, they close the mosque. So some friends of mine, they went to Cape Town. So they got one guard there outside. He say, you can't go in the masjid. So that Muslim got the shock of his life. He said, what do you mean I can't go in the masjid? He said, no, you got sandals on and you got no socks on. If you enter this masjid, you must have socks. <laughs> now imagine what the government did not impose, you want to impose and so forth. So remember, therefore this was disgraced. This is just an example that came to my head now. So you parents are imposing on your son that no, you must marry a apra, you must marry a mammon, you must marry a Urdu, you must marry so these are all our artificial remember that boundaries and criteria we made, Islam never <laughs> ever said that, remember these type of things here, so therefore if you get married, we will say your nikah is valid, but remember at the same time we will also say, try and always convince your parents and your parents must also get off that high horse, this gum mentality, village mentality must come out second one turn the question the other way around for a lady she can't get married you must remember without the permission of a biological <coughs> father or her dada her paternal grandfather and so forth paternal uncle or like that or brother and so forth why because Habibuna hadith is la nikah illa biwaliyin nikah is not valid except with the consent of the guardian authentic hadith Abu Dawood Tirmidhi but again if the father and them got some trivial you understand like this for examples they gave Meman Surti Urdu Malay and all the scaries and that so that is not a valid excuse in Islam so then you get some other wali and he gives permission then the nikah is valid so Islam wants to safeguard the rights of the women and they must not make a mistake because marriage is once in a lifetime normally so therefore Islam has brought those checks and balances can a single alim perform his own nikah study? If not, please explain why. Anonymous. He can perform his own nikah. So he's an alim. He tells that lady, I want to marry you and so forth. So then that lady's father, brother comes and he says, okay, he is the zoj, he's the husband. And that lady there, her father or her brother is there. And they do the wakil and what have you. And they got two male witnesses and Muslim men, obviously. And who else is there and he reads the khutbah performs the nikah so the nikah will be valid there's no problem but if that alim wants to use it for unda dandas for things that are not right in islam for example a lady was divorced three talaks you see mm. and now that uh, sheikh that maulana that mufti sahab hafizah karisa because all lot nowadays they're all waiting you understand when i say all waiting i mean this kind so i understand muscreans you can call them so all real characters you understood so what they say they don't worry i'll perform the nikah so this lady got three divorces, the iddat is finished, so it's now they told her, no, you have to make halala. So you have to now get, so you say, I will make your nikah to me, I'll sleep with you with one night, two nights, one week, and then I'll, he will divorce her, and then she will go into iddat, and then once the iddat is finished, she will go back to the first husband, and they get two, three witnesses from here and there. Sometimes they do it in the car, sometimes they do it in a hotel, Sometimes they do it in the house. Habibuna taught us a'alinun nikah, announce the nikah, waj'aluhu fil masajid, perform the nikah in the masajid, in the mosque, hadith in Tirmidhi. Why all this? So that we don't have all this unsavory and unethical and all un-Islamic things going on. And that kind of nikah, where they got the Mulana or they got the Mufti Sahib or Qadi Sahib or Hafiz Sahib, and all the conditions are made already. <coughs> and whether it's Mulana or a non or an ordinary Muslim, remember, I'm just using 
get because the question came that it can the Mulana perform his own nikah. So then he says that I will do it. Remember, even if the nikah is performed, even if he slept with her, consummated his so-called marriage, mock marriage with her, and then he gave her talaq, she won't be halal for the first husband. That is authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif and Allah Ta'ala's curse is on the first husband and the second husband and that is our fatwa that is the fatwa according to Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis and for Hanafis that is the fatwa according to Sahibain, Imam Abu Yusuf, Imam Muhammad Rahimahullah what does Imam Abu Hanifa say in a case like that? He says, Makru Tahrimi, if you know Usulul Fiqh and principles of jurisprudence and you know Fiqh, then Makru Tahrimi, according to the Hanafi school and Haram, uh, amalan and practice in practicality is the same thing in aqidah they will be different but in practice is the same so therefore people use that verdict of Imam Abu Hanifa as a loophole so they can take advantage of that lady there how many Mulvis, how many Muftis, how many people are getting involved in this Allah protect us, is shaitani activities that, so remember totally <coughs> haram that is, yes the second husband gets married I was in Newcastle and for 20 wonderful years and you know I should do tafsir there Friday nights I can still picture it vividly till today I was explaining this verse to them for in if the husband gave his wife the third talaq then she will not be halal for him, the first husband, till she gets married to another husband, and that husband has to consummate the marriage and so forth. So remember Surah 2, verse 230. So one person, he passed away, I can't take his name, obviously. So he asked me, but say that this wife, they will go back to the first husband, and the first husband really wants her back. What must they do so I said Baji very easy he said but what I said he must make dua and this wife must make dua that the second husband must pass away and die so then she goes into Iddat and then they can get married after that he got so funny he looked at me really funny he never asked any questions after that so anyway Islam does not allow this type of mock marriages. You call it nikah tahlil. Halala business is all haram in Islam. <laughs> I see somebody from uh, a Bosman Ustad. He says, I'm Malay. Can I have my wife arrested for assaulting me? Like a squat, like a duck. <laughs> I say, Doug van die Doug af my butter. Wat gaan aan daar een bosman? Maak jylle skopskiet en donder of wat gaan aan daar nou? So, why you want to arrest her and so forth? Mm. Now, let's take this. I don't know you, Mr. Bosman. Mm-hmm. I don't know you, Mrs. <coughs> bosman. Right. But let us look at things reasonably. Right? And we must be fair. Our dean means justice. Now, why will a wife dead go and assault the husband? You must have done something really crazy. Either you went to take some drugs, duck from the tuck, or you went to get busy with other some woman, or you went to do, you understand, buy some porn or something, or you went to do something crazy somewhere, and your wife came to find out, then she took out the stick or belt or whatever, and Dana said, and then she gave you a good hiding. Now you're not telling us the real reason, you just want the ending. You say, my wife assaulted me, must I get her arrested? So now if you're honest, so you give the reason, why did the wife give the husband a good threshing? Then you can say, and to arrest her, not permissible. You must ask her for forgiveness for the wrong you did. Ask Allah Jalla wala for forgiveness for the wrong we did. We all are human beings. We have shortcomings. We have weaknesses. Sometimes we fall, we slip. And Allah will forgive us if we are sincere. But for you, Buddha, 
Allah Jalla Wala teaches us Surah 4 verse 1 verse 19 Surah 4 verse 19 وَآشِرُوا هُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ You must treat your wives with love, with respect and justice. So don't try and use us and say, yeah, Mufti A.K. had said, I must put her in jail. No, I don't say that. I say you must tell us the reason and you must ask for forgiveness and both of you must make up and you must buy her. After the good hiding you got, go buy her a nice present and and say, oh honey, please don't be funny, take this money from me, and so forth, and you must make up. That is what Islam teaches us. Read, ya wadud, do ya wadud. So maybe she gave you a good hiding for a good reason also. <laughs> He says, D moved this up. He was involved in drugs. He did take that cat in Turk and whatever. But he says he only relapsed once. But he's still assaulting you, Ustad. Yeah, you see that sometimes Allah, Jalla Allah, puts the answer straight in our head. Is <laughs> Allah, is not we. So I told you when you told me, I said, the Buddha has duck from the duck. <laughs> Didn't I tell you that? Now you are wrong. Now you're still trying to justify it. You're saying that, no, I only relapse once. So you got a problem, drug mm. problem, addiction <laughs> problem. So ask Almighty Allah, Ya Allah, I want to lead a pure life. I want to lead a chaste life. I have a wife. I have children. It's my weakness, Ya Allah. Help me, Ya Allah, and so forth. So now you look from the back door. Vas the froki. Then you go to your evil friends, the bad elements in society. You know South Africa is a toxic society. Society. Now you can just buy it here and there, and then your wife can smell it. She can't kiss you. She can't touch you. Now when you sleep together also, all that tuck that goes into her also. So she got now fed up of that mm. and done a buyer huya pakhakhiya, and she gave you a good threshing. So is she right or not? 100% right. In Islam, when a person takes intoxicants and all that kullu hamrin wa kullu, uh, kullu muskin in haram kullu khamrin muskir wa kullu muskir in haram that everything here in Islam that intoxicates in large quantities and so forth is haram so even the smallest minute is going to be haram ma askara kathiru faqalilu haram is 80 lashes my brother your wife gave you 8 cuts you understood she left out the zero so you must remember my brother that she did the right thing. So you must tell her, it's good what you do. So let us make Toba. Let us read Rabbana, Hablana, Min Azwajina, Wazurriyatina, Qurrata Ayun. Ya Allah, grant us our spouses, grant us our children, that are the coolness of the eyes. Read this dua with me now, Buddha. Read this dua with me. Allahumma, O oh beloved Allah, Jannibn al-Fawahisha, Jannibn al-Fawahisha, O Allah, save us, protect us from the fawahish, from all the obscenity, all the indecent acts, the pornography, and the drugs, and the alcohol, and all the haram things. Allahumma jannibn al-Fawahisha, ma zahara minha wa ma batan. Ma zahara minha wa ma batan. That with the external or that with the concealed and hidden. So all types of it, Ya Allah, we are guilty. We beg of you forgiveness, Ya Allah. Allahumma jannibn al-fawahisha. Ma zahara minha wa ma batan. And you and your wife, you read, Ya wadudu, Ya wadudu, Ya wadud. And then, so you're speaking about arresting. She don't have to get arrested. You have to get arrested. But we will say, no, that both of you must make up and forgive one another and both of you ask Allah for forgiveness. We also make dua for you. Allah Jalla Allah protect us all from all these type of obscenities indecencies and intoxicants. You say, but for me, Ustad. Like, but for you, my see, but for me, yes, make dua for us. Mm. So we make dua for you. I just told you that before you asked also, we also make dua. Allah protect us all from the scourge of drugs and all this evil alcohol and intoxicants. I mean, uh, Ustad, I'm, a 20, uh, I'm 24 female in hijab and I want to get married, looking for an alim or dini inclined person. Can Mufti please say it on radio, Ustad? 
So Alhamdulillah, we said in Odejo, Moana Arafat said it, now there's a lady, 24 years old, and she's in hijab and so forth. We don't know who she is. We don't know her parents. We don't know which town, which city. She's looking for an alim, for a maulana, somebody pious, tabliki, or whatever, and so forth and so on. So you all must make dua and so forth. We're not running a marriage bureau, so we won't take all this, the names and the place and so forth, but we're just trying to have the ummah, and we'll tell you, my sister, they salat and Allah Ta'ala will give you tawfiq tahajjud time otherwise after zuhur or after maghrib after isha before you sleep and read surah 25 verse 74 Rabbana min oh Allah grant us such spouses ya Allah grant us such children that the coolness of the eyes we got one person ready here but I don't know if you'll fit your criteria his name is Suleiman Esop. He's 36 years old, and he's got two handsome sons, mashallah, Huzaifa and Muhammad. And the whole time they by their mother, only July holidays they come by him. December, his father passed away. His mother is alive, so he lives with his mother. So if you're interested in Suleiman Mota, he's 36 years old. He's a good guy, not half is not Molana, but sometimes he's associating a lot with Molana Arafat but Mohana Zahid and them I see he's reading a lot of Quran to me he quotes this verse and this <laughs> verse and this so one day I told him when they invite me for Jumma lecture I'm to tell them I'm not feeling so well today and our Hazrat Mohana Suleiman <laughs> Damat Barakatuhu will deliver the Jumma Khutbah and so forth but he's not Mohana Hafiz but if you want him we're ready in Allah. this week next week we make the Nikah before, before Muharram starts 1445 so Suleiman says, all ready to fire up. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah, Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Ustad, let's go to, I, uh, I think it's uh, uh, Swazil, and it says, Assalamu alaikum, dearest Mufti, how do we women be grateful despite all challenges? How do we thank Allah for all the wonderful bounties? Allah has really blessed us. Ustad. Alhamdulillah, now that's a very good positive question. So Almighty Allah complains of me and you, my sister, what does Allah say? وَقَلِيلٌ مِّنْ عِبَادِيَ شَكُورٌ Allah says, very few of my servants are shakur. You see, our Maimon people, when they came from Porbandar and there and there, then they left the three nuktas there in India, you see, there in Porbandar, or they left it in Mombasa or somewhere, and they say, shakur, you see, Laraupan chapter 34, Surah Sabah and verse number 13. Surah 34 and verse 13. Allah says, very few of my servants are shakur, very grateful. So I read the first dua. Allahumma j'alni min qaleel. Allahumma j'alni min qaleel. Ya Allah, make me from the few servants of yours who are shakur, who are very, very grateful. And then second dua, every day after first salat. In first salat also in the ending or after that, both ways is fine. Allahumma inna ala zikrika wa shukrika wa husna ibadatik authentic hadith in Mishka Sharif Mustad Ahmad Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told Mu'az bin Jabal inni uhibbuka ya Mu'az I love you Mu'az mm. and don't forget this dua read it daily Allahumma inna O oh beloved Allah you assist us Allah zikrika we make your zikr we remember you wa shukrika we are grateful to you what is the meaning of shukr my sister it means that we must be obedient to Allah <laughs> carry out the do's and abstain from the don'ts Allah said do 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 we must do it Allah said don't 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 we must abstain and refrain mm. that is shukr <laughs> Allahumma inna ala zikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik now this husni ibadatik also we must understand Islam is not just going through the motions reading three four rakats in one minute two minutes nay 
we must fulfill our duty with beauty mm. we must fulfill our duty with sincerity the love of Allah the respect of Allah all that must be embedded in the inner recesses of our heart and why we are nashukar why we are ungrateful sister majority 99-95% of us that also Allah mentions chapter 100 verses 6, 7 and 8 Innal insana li rabbihi lakanood this is hyperbole. This is mubalagha. It means intensive form. Verily, beshak ye insan apne rab ke bohot bohot hi na Verily, this human being is very very ungrateful to his sustainer, nourisher, Almighty Allah. Wa inna hu ala dalik al shahid. And he bears testimony to that. The more Allah gives us rank, status, wealth, influence, the more corrupt we become and mm. more sin we commit. Allah forbid. Majority of us, Allah protect us. Why we are not grateful, unthankful? He loves this wealth so much. He has millions. He say, bring more, more. Halmim mazid. Bring more and more and more. So that excessive love for wealth, it saturates our hearts and the love for Allah disappears. The love for Mustafa Rasulullah decreases. The love for Islam diminishes. And that is the problem, my sister. It's a very good question. <laughs> so do that and every day read two rakat salatu shukr and say, Allah malaka shukru kullu walaka alhamdu kullu Ya Allah, we thank you alone. We praise you alone for all your recurring bounties and favors upon us. Subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. <clears throat> Ustad, one more question before we go. It says here, hi, sir, it's Abby and Becca. I just wanted to bring it to your notice that we're also against Israel. Please, sir, don't let Shalom and others threaten you. God is with you, sir. We also have Jewish friends, but they also don't like what Israel is doing by killing small, innocent children. We pray for you and Arafat, sir. Thank you, Madam A and B. I called you A and B last week or two weeks ago. Madam Abby, A. Madam mm. Becca, B. Mm. And Madam C, Madam Katie. So now maybe Katie, you got... Katie. What's the name? Katie. Katie right. So A, B, C, Madam Katie. So that was... Or Katie or whatever. Right. So yes, we know that. That's why I always say in my programs that we never say every Jew... We will never say every Hindu because the Quran does not allow us to say that. The Quran is a direct speech of Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, and Almighty Allah says, Laysu Sawa'a. All of them are not the same. Some of them are good people. They might not be Muslim, but as human beings, they are good. You can see what the United Nations has just released. And remember the special rapporteur. So yes, any person of irrespective of which religion you are, you will always oppose Israel and the apartheid and terrorists, remember policies and so forth. But you see, my sister Abby and Becca, I want you also to learn a lesson. You see, you must learn the history of Palestine. From 1099 to 1187, there was 88 years occupation. By who? By the Crusaders, the Christians. The Christians don't like to discuss this because some places there was more blood flowing than water. They were massacring and murdering the Muslims. You must remember that. But then after 88 years, Almighty Allah selected and chose a person. We call him Salahuddin Ayyubi Al-Kurdi. You call him Saladin the Just. There's so many books you must read about Saladin and how he liberated Palestine after 88 years occupation. Mm. There was no Friday prayer, five daily prayer in Aqsa Al-Mubarak, our third most important place of worship, our mosque there and Allah. So now we got 75 years. Now the decline starts. Implosion <coughs> starts. Jutla will fight Jutla 
Ripla. Tell there will be no Israel, inshallah, in the next five, eight, ten years. Allah alone knows when. But definitely the world opinion is turning. United Nations condemned them. Israel demanded an apology from the Secretary General. The General Secretary General told him, go to hell. He didn't tell him in those words, but that's what he meant. You must remember that. So now the world is realizing that how these guys are the spin doctors. Every crime they commit, they put a spin on it. But remember today in this age of digital and social media and so forth, see yesterday's news. Yesterday's news. When they asked the Israeli army, you killed 12 people there in Janine. They said all 12 were armed. BBC and them, they found and they verified it, a video that a 16-year-old boy or 17-year-old boy, let's say 17, we give them the benefit of the doubt, that 17-year-old boy was walking to donate blood and then the Israeli shot him in his chest or head or whatever, martyred him and murdered him. So I call that war criminals, remember that. Today you take out a Palestinian family from their home where they were living for centuries maybe. Mm. You just evict them from East Jerusalem <coughs> and say, you must get out, we're going to kill you otherwise, and the settlers will stay there. Which country allows all this apartheid today? So remember, therefore we say, my sister Abby and Becca, a and B, madams, only, the only solution will be one settler, one bullet will settle the issue. That's the only way they will understand. Allahu Akbar. 15 minutes to 12 o'clock. We go for our interval. When we come back, we will continue with the bliss of marriage. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Well, it's uh, 13 minutes uh, to 12. You are tuning and listening to uh, The Bliss of Marriage. Remember, 084-786-3132. International overseas listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Somebody says here, Ustad, um, what type of a cousin is a Muslim permitted to marry according to some surah in the Holy Quran? Anonymous, Ustad. My brother, my sister, it's very, very easy you must go to the Noble Quran, Surah 4, Chapter 4, Surah An-Nisa, the women, and verse number 23. All Allah mentions 14 type of women you are not allowed to marry. I'll read it for you quickly. And you must remember that in the Hadith Sharif is mentioned, if you are married to the auntie, you can't marry the auntie's niece. You must remember that at the same time. If you're married to the niece, you can't marry the auntie. So beside that, all other cousins and all that, you can marry that. And if you don't understand chapter 4, verse 23, the last page of the fourth supara, the fourth Jews, they all, Mati Allah, Jalla mentions it. Come, I read it quickly for you. So in the last page of the fourth Jews, you will find it. All Mati Allah starts the verse, Hurrimat alaykum. It has been made haram upon you, the Muslim man, to marry the following ladies. So this is absolutely haram and not permissible, unlawful. Ummahatukum, your mothers, your biological mother, grandmother, all that. Wabanatukum, your daughter, your granddaughter, all that. Wakhawatukum, your sisters, all three types. Full sister, half sister from your father's side, half sister from your mother's side. Wamatukum, your father's sister, your fui, poopy, what we call. Wakhalatukum, your mother's sister, your maternal auntie, paternal auntie, maternal auntie. So that is your masi, your kala, so there. وَبَنَاتُ akhi And your brother's daughter Your brother's daughter Meaning your your niece So you can't marry her So my brother's daughter وَبَنَاتُ ukhti My sister's daughter So my nieces I can't marry From my brother's side And sister's side وَأُمَّهَاتُكُمُ اللَّاتِ أَرْضَعَنَكُمْ The woman who breastfed you You can't marry them And وَأَخْوَاتُكُمْ مِنَ الرَّضَاعَةِ 
That woman breastfed another lady, not even the same time, maybe same time, some 5, 10, 20 years ago. So you can't marry her because you are foster brother, foster sister. Your mother-in-law, you can't marry. You marry a lady and she comes with a daughter from a previous marriage. The first husband passed away or he divorced her. The idlet is finished. You married her. So once you consummate the marriage with this lady, the mother, then the daughter, she becomes haram for you, the rabiba, the stepdaughter, once you consummated the marriage. And you must remember your daughter-in-law, you can't marry her. So your biological son got married and he's got the wife, you cannot marry her. And you can't combine two sisters, biological sisters, anytime is not permissible. And somebody else's wife you can't marry so all these ladies are haram and I told you the other one as well auntie and niece to keep both of them one time in your nikah so not permissible to do that beside that other ladies are permissible for you to get married to see easy I made it for you so sir can I propose to my wife's cousin without my wife's consent to start so you must remember you tired of your wife you deflowered her and so forth so now if it is her cousin and so forth and so on you can but should you do it no you shouldn't do it why because Quran Sharif teaches you a lesson Surah 4 Surah Nisa the women verse 3 for in khiftum Allah ta'adilu if you fear you can't do justice then one wife only go to your wife tell her oh poppy oh darling oh sweetheart you are old but you're not cold but you are gold you see so that that is shaitani that you're bringing first of all you say you want to marry her cousin second one you say you don't want to take consent third one you want to do it maybe secretly so it's all shaitani then does all this yeah satanic habits and satanic tactics cloak and dagger business it is so stay away brother I'm giving you advice when we give you advice it's sincere advice I got nothing to benefit I want to save you we want to save your marriage then you will be you must remember that you know that in Urdu in Mammon and all that they got nice sayings you must remember kebab me haddi and all that so you must remember that you will get a hiding from both sides. You never heard that Bosman guy story. The wife gave him hiding and all that. So you, the both wives will take out. You must remember the rolling pin. You know how they make the roti. One will give you in front and one will give you at the back. Just forget all that. Papa, worry about your akhirat and look after your wife and children. So don't let shaitan come. Surah 2 verse 102 That the shaitan wants to cause more and more harm by separating husband and wife. Allah protect us all. Somebody say, is it Sunday, Ustad, for the wife to put the eater for the husband on his ihram before making intention for the hajj, Ustad? The meaning sunnah. Is yeah. it sunnah? Right. So you must remember yeah. that. So yes, Habibuna Hajj from starting to end. You will find everything you must remember. Sayyidina Jabir radiallahu's hadith. Go open Muslim Sharif. Go open the work of Hazrat Shaykh, Hazrat Mawlana Muhammad Zakariya, Shaykhul Hadith. Know what Allah The book's name is in Arabic. Hazrat wrote it in three days. Mawlana Mutala Sahab Mawlana Abdurrahman Abdurrahim Mutala in Chipata told me and uh, he also passed away Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaud my Yusuf Mutala in Blackburn I went to his house also he passed away also Allah grant them all Jannatul Firdaud they left a great legacy nevertheless so Hazrat Sheikh Nawarullah Marqada wrote this book in Arabic Hajjatul Wida wa Umratul Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then Mona Yusuf Ludyanwi Rahimamullah he was the encouraged when we were there so remember we met him so many times so Rahimahullah he passed away Shaheed also so he translated it in Urdu I have both by me excellent masterpiece so there you will find all this before entering into the state of Ihram the state of consecration you apply Thib and Itar and all that 100% is Sunnah there's no question about that somebody says Ustada what is my partner's relationship with drugs alcohol and gambling Ustada 
Why you use the word partner? So remember in Islam you must say spouse or you must say my husband or my wife. When these Westerners use the word partner, they want to promote, you must remember the LGBT. They want to promote the queer. We are you, we are you, we are queer, we are queer. So that is the satanic slogan, remember that. So partner by them can mean Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve, Madam and Eve, and so forth. So we, you used it innocently, but I'm just telling you that so forth. So what was the question about what is the partner's relationship to? Drugs and all that. Drugs, alcohol, gambling. So you must remember that all this you know very well. Every Muslim knows gambling, drugs, alcohol. We say smoking also is not permissible. So all these things are haram. Look at the harm it causes. When we just flew now from here, Johannesburg to Richards Bay, Richards Bay to Johannesburg, small little plane, 25, 28, 29 seater. So what you find that this is a non-smoking flight. And in South Africa, all airports have been declared as non-smoking zones, meaning you can't just smoke anywhere and Mm. so forth and so on. So you must study it, look at the harm and so forth. And most important thing, start ta'aleem in your house. Read some Quranic verses, read some ahadith, read the fazail works of Hazrat Sheikh. Read, you must remember, Riyadu Salihin. But the key to it is consistency. Not one day you read and three days you must. Every day, five minutes, ten minutes you read and you will see the nur and the change and transformation will come about if you both parties are sincere. Somebody says, Mufti Sahib, what happens? Your spouse is avoiding you, avoiding time together or avoiding conversation. But I will catch her, Mufti Sahib. Nobody will stop me. Anonymous brother will start. We don't know what you are speaking about, Mm. my brother. Sometimes you'll speak in riddles, you know. So are you together or not? You understand? Are you living in the same house or not? If you are in the same house, it's no sense saying that I'm no giver. I'll catch her. I'll Mm. do this. I will do this. You have to discuss it, show her the evidence, show her the telltale signs that something is going on between her and somebody else. Maybe it's a friend you introduced to her and so forth. How many a time? Who ran away with the wife? Who is having an affair with the wife? The husband's best friend. Mm. Because today they say you must be broad-minded. They're so broad-minded that the whole brains went out also. So you see? So we should look at it from all perspectives, my brother. Don't just look at the result and the consequences look at the cause also of it then next one is this that is there not a better way of handling it and so forth so let us discuss it and so forth and so on read surah nur and go our mother siddiqa sayyida aisha used to say surah nur. Mm. teach your female surah nur chapter 24 64 verses there are so many social issues so many issues for the husband for the wife, for the spouses to learn. So do that, my brother. Cry together. Make dua together. Allah's mercy will come. The hearts will be joined. The bodies will be joined. There will be unity of thought. Now you say, I'm waiting. I'm going to catch her. Then I will take out my gun mm. and I'll shoot her. I'll take out my belt and whoop her. So what is going to help all that, my brother? So And why is she doing it also? Maybe you were spending too much time playing golf. We don't know which golf today. Maybe you were too busy in your business or with your friends. You want to go fishing here and fishing there. So a lot of issues brothers. Look at it from all for all four sides and inshallah Allah have mercy. He says, so, G the AK three years ago she caught me but I have changed. But now she's doing it to start. You see, there's <laughs> it there. Now you see, another character we caught. You see, so you were busy with somebody else's daughter, somebody mm. else's wife, mm. and now you want to play that I'm a 100% pure guy. Quran says, Don't try and purify yourself and give us some glittering CV of yourself. Me, I'm a pakka, pure and like a saintly person. 
huwa a'alam bimanittaqa only almighty Allah knows who has real taqwa and piety so now what has happened she was pure she was chaste you became khabis you became impure so she said let me go try it and test it and then the TV then the phones that is what they glorify have affairs Quran says Surah 24 verse 26 Al-Khabithah to lil both of you come to your senses remember that you're doing things now to spite one another and you want to sleep although you say it's finished now she wants to sleep with this guy or whatever mm-hmm. so all this is shaitani at both of you there's the death penalty in a case like this so Allah have mercy Allah Ta'ala protect all of us Hamara kam jorna hai our aim must be to make the home and not to break the home Barakallahu feek Salaamu Alaikum Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan marhaba. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, empowering the Ummah.